What you think, you see, and you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Welcome to the Think Better, Live Better podcast. We're your hosts, Mark and Angel Chernoff, New York Times bestselling authors and creators of the popular blog, Mark and Angel Hack Life. Today's episode is titled, Five Reasons My 90-Year-Old Grandma Smiled on Her Deathbed. 15 years ago, I was lucky enough to witness the humble, elegant, peaceful passing of my 89-year-old grandpa. As I sat quietly in his hospice room alongside my grandma and other family members, his nurse smiled softly and said, I can see he lived well. People his age often pass just the way they lived. As I drove home that evening, a couple questions kept cycling through my mind. Am I living well? What do I want to be able to smile about on the inside when I'm on my deathbed? These questions are tough, especially the second one. At the time, I desperately struggled to envision myself on my deathbed. Just thinking about it stressed me out. So I simply avoided that question and the healthy soul searching it demanded of me. I distracted myself for a few more years until I found myself back in a hospice room with my 90-year-old grandma, who was the most amazing human being I've ever met, by the way. On the final day of her life, I sat with my grandma for an entire day, in silence, in laughter, in tears, and in awe of a woman who was still smiling and sharing stories despite incredible weakness and pain. Her mind was amazingly strong, even just a few short hours before her death. So I gave her my undivided attention. I soaked up her wisdom one last time. And I was all ears until she asked me a version of that question I had avoided a few years earlier. Do you know why I'm smiling right now? She asked. Because you lived well, I said. She smiled even wider. And then she spent the next hour speaking softly and passionately about her life and the reasons for her present happiness. It was without a doubt one of the most enlightening and unforgettable hours of my life. Immediately afterward, she took a nap one of her final naps, and I wrote a journal entry about everything she spoke of. Although I've shared many of her insights and quotes with blog subscribers and course students in the past, today would have been my grandmother's 101st birthday. So I'd like to honor her once again. And to do so, Angel and I are gonna share an expanded version of some of the notes from that journal entry that I wrote in her hospice room 11 years ago. It's her wisdom with our twist. We've done our best to convey what she told me in five inspiring points. The five reasons my grandma actually smiled on her deathbed. Number one, Mark's grandma never talked herself out of doing her thing. One of Mark's grandma's favorite quotes was by Walt Disney. Around here, we don't look backwards for very long. We keep moving forward, opening up new doors and doing new things because we're curious and curiosity keeps leading us down new paths. It inspired Mark's grandma for decades and it still inspires us every day to write and create, to move on to our next piece of work, to move on to our next piece of work. Even when we catch ourselves judging our last piece as not good enough. For example, It's been nearly 14 years now since we've been writing on the blog, markandangel.com. Sometimes the ideas and words come easier than others, 
And there have been plenty of times we felt like our work wasn't good enough. I thought this was a great article. Why aren't people reading and sharing it? Or I'll feel like I fumbled through an article only to watch it receive 10,000 plus shares on social media. Regardless of which outcome I'm dealing with, Mark's grandma's wisdom always reminds me of one key point. As human beings, we are often terrible judges of our own work. We are just too self-critical to see the truth most of the time. And not only that, it's not our job to judge our own work. It's not our job to compare it to everyone else's work or to how we thought others would perceive it. There's no use in doing that. Instead, it's our job to create. Our job is to share what we have right now in this moment. Our job is to come as we are and give it our best shot every single day. That's how Mark's grandma lived her life. She was a true artist in that way. Realize that there are people in nearly every career field who make each day a work of art simply by the way they have mastered their craft. Yes, almost everyone is an artist in some way. And every artist will have the tendency to judge their own work. The important thing is to not let your self-judgment talk you out of doing your thing and sharing your creative and unique gifts with the world. Just like Walt said, the key is to keep moving forward. Number two, my grandma vividly remembered persevering through life's many challenges. Sadly, most people give up on their life stories far too early. They come out of school or college wanting to change the world, wanting to build an enterprise, wanting to make lots of money, wanting to start a family and live happily ever after. But they get into the middle of it all and discover that it's way harder than they anticipated. They encounter many setbacks and they can't see anything over the distant horizon anymore. So they wonder if their efforts are moving them forward. None of the trees behind them are getting any smaller and none of the ones ahead are getting any larger, at least not fast enough. So they take it out on their family and friends or on themselves and they go aimlessly looking for an easier path that doesn't fulfill them. Don't be one of these people. My grandmother had a Winston Churchill quote hanging in her home office that said, success is stumbling from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. And she strongly believed that good things don't come easy. True strength consists of what you do on the third, fourth, and fifth tries, she told me. Take this to heart. Never give up on your journey. Don't ever give in. Don't ever stop trying. Don't ever sell out or sell yourself short. Life is tough, but you are tougher. Your journey isn't supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be worth it. To never struggle is to never grow. It doesn't matter what happened or what you've done. What matters is what you choose to do from here. Accept the circumstances, learn from them, and then take another step forward. Number three. Mark's grandma spent much of her life focused on the present, appreciating the little things. Remember, you don't know what the future will bring, so your best bet for living is to make the best and most positive use of the present, his grandma said. The universe is always talking to us, sending us little messages, causing coincidences and serendipitous events, reminding us to stop, to look around, and to believe in something special, something more. But this special something isn't somewhere else. It's right where you are. Sometimes you have to stop searching and just be. 
You aren't missing anything anywhere else. You're only missing the goodness in front of you. Let me assure you, you could run around trying to do everything and travel around the world and always stay connected and work and party all night long without sleep, but you could never do it all. You will always be missing something and thus it will always seem like something amazing might be happening elsewhere. Focusing on this is obviously futile. Hustle, work hard, and seek adventure, but do it with your eyes wide open and focused on your present step. You have everything right now. The best in life is in somewhere else. It's right where you are in this moment. Notice it and make it memorable. Number four, my grandma had the peace of mind that comes with letting go. This point is a perfect successor to the previous one. Letting go isn't about having the ability to forget the past. It's about having the wisdom to embrace the present moment. You know, truth be told, the more you talk about it, debate it, rethink it, rehash it, cross-analyze it, get paranoid about it, track it, respond to it, contend with it, complain about it, immortalize it, cry over it, kick it, insult it, gossip about it, pray over it, put it down or dissect its motives. What happens? It continues to fester and rot in your mind. It's time to accept that it's over. It's dead, it's gone, it's done. It's time to bury it because it's stinking up your life and no one wants to be near your rotted corpse of bad memories or your decaying attitude. Be the funeral director of your own past life and bury that thing that's been bothering you once and for all. Every difficult life situation can be an excuse for hopelessness or an opportunity for growth, depending on what you choose to do with it right now, my grandma told me. We have to let go of the ideas, outcomes, and expectations that aren't serving us. Take pause when you must. Realize that holding on is being brave, but letting go and moving on often makes us stronger and happier in the end. Give yourself this gift so you can grow and smile again and again. Number five. Mark's grandma was well-read and incredibly generous with her knowledge. Mark's grandma's personal heroes were educated visionaries and dreamers. Those beautiful people among us who invest in themselves and then use what they've learned to make the world a better place than when they found it, whether in tiny ways or enormous ones. Some succeed, some fail. Most have mixed results, but it's the effort itself that's heroic, as she saw it. Win or lose, Mark's grandma admired those who intelligently fight for the greater good. And I couldn't agree more with her sentiment. Don't stop learning. Don't stop investing in yourself. Study, read, devour books. Engage with people, including those who think differently. Ask questions, listen closely, and don't just grow in knowledge. Be a person who gives back. Use what you're learning to make a difference. As Ralph Waldo Emerson once said, the purpose of life is not to simply be happy. It is to be useful, to be honorable, to be compassionate, to have it make some difference that you have lived and lived well. I want to leave you with a poem by Bessie Anderson Stanley that my grandma used to have hanging on the side of her refrigerator when I was growing up as a kid. I think it perfectly embodies the overall message of what we're talking about here on this podcast and the overall reason that my grandma was smiling. Here it is. 
He has achieved success who has lived well, laughed often, and loved much, who has enjoyed the trust of pure women, the respect of intelligent men, and the love of little children, who has filled his niche and accomplished his task, who has never lacked appreciation of earth's beauty or failed to express it, who has left the world better than he found it, whether an improved poppy, a perfect poem, or a rescued soul, who has always looked for the best in others and given them the best he had, whose life was an inspiration, whose memory a benediction. I always love reminiscing, you know, about your grandma and, you know, she was so wise and we've learned so much from her. Um, what, is there something specifically that jumps out to you when thinking of a life well lived? Is there something that you're striving for in your own life so that, you know, when the day comes that you can be smiling on your deathbed? It's mm, a good question. Yeah, my grandmother was definitely an inspiration. You know, she's one of those figures in our lives that that um, you can continuously turn to as kind of a beacon um, for how to live your life, right? And there's other great examples in our in our lives. I mean, we've spoken about our friend Josh who passed. We've spoken about you know people who are alive. I mean, my parents are a great example. I think we can learn something from everybody. When I think of a living a great life. Um, it almost might sound like a cliche, but I think of passion as being kind of a beacon for it. And I don't mean passion as in I have to find my passion for every little thing um, that I do, right? Like that the work that I do has to be work I'm passionate about. The, the uh, you know, extracurricular activities I engage in have to be things that, you know, drive me in a passionate way. I'm talking about the passion that I choose to put into any circumstance, the, ch- the passion that I choose to put into anything that I'm doing. And I think that gets lost on us sometimes. You know, we spend our time looking for something to be passionate about when it's our own actions that lead to passion. It's like, you know, when was the last time that I had a conversation with somebody and put my whole heart and soul into it? When was the last time I went to the gym and put everything I had passionately into that workout, every single repetition? When was the last time that I truly tried? truly try to do my absolute best with the full passion I have inside me, right? You can put passion into what you're doing. You can put passion into the conversations and the people in front of you. You can put passion into the smallest task. And when I think about my grandmother um, and I think about the people who inspire me, I see that as a commonality. I see human beings who are not out there trying to find their passion under a rock or behind a bush somewhere, but who are showing up every day to life um, with the full passion of who they are, putting their best self into whatever that moment is, you know, and it, and it doesn't have to be big. It's, it's oftentimes small, seemingly ordinary moments that they show up for with a presence that just exudes passion um, and exudes uh, just a, a powerful aura. And it's, it's something that I, you know, it, I've learned from. I try to show up that way more and more. And I don't always succeed, right? I mean, I fail. I'm, I'm have my bad days. I, 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 I slip up, but it's something that I'm all, I'm constantly reminded of. And especially when I think of her. Yeah, I, I agree. I think you are really good at being all in 
on whatever you're doing in that moment. So whether it's on the playground with Mac, you're out there playing the playing with the football, tossing it, throwing it to the kids, or whether it's, you know, you're hanging out with me and we're having tea at night and having a conversation. I do appreciate that about you that you are there the, these moments and uh, these experiences you're not just brushing them aside because they're not major events mm. you're taking them all in for what they have to offer right now in this moment and i think that's great um you know i i, I learn by your example and from your grandmother's journal and you know i i do i think about it's inevitable right we're all going to pass away at some point that's the truth And I I do remind myself of that. Like, if I were to die tomorrow, would I be happy with how I have lived my life, right? Especially would I be happy about how I've lived my life today? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, what would I, exactly. I think you just nailed it on the head right there. Is like, is what I'm doing today, am I happy with what I did today and what I had to offer and how I showed up in my life and to the people I love the most and the things I did today, not the vacation I'm planning six months from now, but who I am in this moment. God forbid I pass away tomorrow. How would my loved ones think of me? And am I happy if I were to pass away? Would I, would I die like your grandmother on my deathbed with a smile on my face because I have no regrets because I, I lived a life well. Mm. And it's, and that's, you know, it's hard to uphold that, but yet it's, it, it is a beacon that we can kind of aim for. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's, and I think that's what it's all about. I mean, these reminders from my grandmother, um, it's not that Angel and I don't, don't slip up again. Right. We're all human here, but these, it's kind of a beacon of hope and light that we aim for. Um, and like I said, I think that the passion is kind of like an all encompassing way that she lived. It was kind of an aura about her. Um, and we can work on this a little at a time. We can't make big shifts, but we can, we can figure out how to show up in each day with a little bit more presence and a little bit more purpose and a little bit more compassion and a little bit more patience just one day at a time. Mm -hmm. Right. And we're going to slip up, but we can bring our focus back to that. And when we slip up, we can admit it. Right. Like we can apologize. We can forgive. We can not hold grudges. We cannot have hate and anger in our hearts. So it's not to say, you know, we live these perfect lives by any means. We make mistakes. We lose our patience. You know, we get in fights. We get angry. And so, but I thinking it's by the time you go to bed at night, are you okay with what you did and how you communicated? And I think that's important. Yeah, I completely agree. Again, what you think you see, you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Mm